Hello everybody, this is Marcus Tuttle. I am revisiting this audio journal or recording after years of being away from it. I've been thinking about it a lot. And well, just because you can do something doesn't make you, you should or you will. Um, I got a, I got a few reasons why I'm doing this. Uh, one is to concrete my thoughts or my learning and to provide an output channel uh, a feedback loop as you if you will um, I consider myself uh, somebody's interested in learning and two I'll just be honest I have no business putting out something about real estate I spent my professional life in it I've uh, I have uh, used the property rights of this United States uh, government in order to create some amount of of material wealth and pr provide income for my uh, sustenance to sustain myself through sales acquisition management I've done that for quite some time and studied about the subject and consider it to be one of the great benefits of this Western society uh, which is private property ownership but uh, Honestly, I didn't start out that way. I started out as a as a high school graduate without any direction and trying to figure my way in the world, which is what what some people think. Um, you know, many people find themselves uh, all the benefits of being a citizen, all the benefits of um, having a certain network, even though it wasn't very deep, and uh, being curious. I think was one of my benefits and just. Uh, not having uh, a, a framework of what I thought I needed to do. I, I washed out of uh, junior college. Um, my classmates, uh, my high school definitely supported going to secondary education and, on the university level, although um, just just a side note, I really didn't know what I wanted to do other than to get out of high school and get out of my small area in northwest Arkansas, which was you know, not uncommon for somebody just to want to get out and unleash themselves onto the world uh, whenever they were 17 and 18, and I was no different. Although, in hindsight, one of my deep regrets is not understanding the value of a of a good education and and learning how to learn. It was just uh, these these uh, milestones just thrown about um, regarding. Um, college, I mean, subjects, math and science and reading. It was just thrown about with no commonality, no, no thread that tied them together, in my mind at least, other than to, uh, finish high school, go to college and get a job. Um, I'm, I graduated in 1992 and I don't know what things are today, but that was the time in, in Northwest Arkansas, I think the school was just fine. It had the opportunity, but they were real, real thin on why you should do these things. And again, back to me not having any business of putting on a real estate podcast or journal. I'm guilty of, of not being worthy because there are people with much, um, much more 
uh, book learning, <laughs> formal education in, in accounting and finance and, and real estate in general than me other than my own personal journey, my body of education, of educating myself and applying it and being innovative. And I've done a lot of what's and my my age now has allowed me to reflect on some of the things that I've done. When I'll just uh, say it plainly, I just didn't want to participate in a trading time for money. And I, I couldn't have said it that way. I could not have said it that way whenever I started out. I just um, kept an open mind, tried things, and um, failed, made mistakes, and just kept going for whatever reason, mostly being curious and uh, not taking myself too seriously, I guess. So I want to say that my reasons for this, my reasons for this are to hopefully give insight to concrete my learning. And third, if I can, to gain a little influence with you because I'm participating in uh, potential commerce. I feel like that um, I could have value for certain people out there who who want to follow my journey just because uh, I've survived this long without going and getting um, a time for money job, although I'm not opposed to it. It just uh, so, uh, seems so permanent. And uh, I kind of like my own thoughts and my own time. And uh, even though I'm not extravagant, I think that is a key to a longevity is, is to have more coming in than you have going out and I'll just say that I see things pretty simply and I'm not concerned too much with status or looking a certain way to to people and that's just uh, a product of probably how I came up and my curious nature so I'd just like to introduce myself in a certain way before I get down to what I'd like to talk to you, talk about today and and before I get back to my introduction and and, and my brief career track uh, I'll just say that um, the, what I would like to talk about is is what a benefit it is to have private property rights and it will be my premise it will be my premise for this podcast and this audio journal um, regarding economy, again, no expert. I'm not giving any financial advice other than to say what we do have. Um, I'm only qualified to say it as far as my experience and my, and my ability to learn. Uh, pardon me, I'm having coffee. So, yeah, the property rights of this country, the economics are tax and how we fit in in this absurd life in this country with certain benefits and being members, being subjects of the state. Um, that is a topic that I think is very important when you can, when you leave the door in the morning, when you think about things at night, is to understand what game we're playing, what what's the framework of our society. And I'll be honest, I've been ignorant for a great many years with the assumption that our government's benevolent, that they think about the population in a benevolent manner, and they basically want us to keep working so we can pay tribute. 
or taxes and and contribute to the uh, production of this nation state, the United States that we're in. If it crosses the country, your country has um, property rights, then good on you. It it really strengthens the middle class. And since the days of Adam Smith, the, the Scottish economist, who recognized what the markets are, uh, our government wants us to... Uh, you know, participate in the country and the production of the country. The uh, gross domestic product of of the of the country, which is the, all the goods and services that that a country creates. Um, so, I've been interested in understanding the state in its many facets. I enjoy the right to um, understand. Uh, I appreciate the the right to uh, have property privately, meaning to be able to enjoy the benefits of the commodity and the tax benefits. That continues to make a lot of sense. Real estate is a very popular topic, um, and we'll get into that. But let me first just talk about my brief resume, which is um, maybe not impressive, but I think kind of unique. Uh, I came to Southeast Louisiana uh, when I was 19 and started a job outside tradesman and worked for a few years until uh, my revelation came in the form of a cassette bank of cassettes labeled No Money Down <laughs> by Carlton Sheets. If you remember him, he was the ascot-wearing gentleman that would walk alongside his yacht and talk about the virtues of owning property, and you didn't need any money. And I definitely qualified for that. I did not have any money. But it was a basic real estate investor tool that kind of hipped you to the idea of owning property. I swallowed the hook, invested the time to learn it, and printed out their junior investor contracts, and unleashed myself onto the real estate market in Laplace, Louisiana, where... After a short period, I presented the real estate agent with my handy-dandy contract with no money down. And she just said, hey, why don't you just go get a loan? You got a job. Go get a loan. It's much easier. So I did. And um, within a few weeks, I had purchased a little turd two-family property that I felt like was uh, really something to acquire a property at my tender age of being in my early 20s, maybe 22 or something like that. Uh, that one decision was uh, subsequently followed by some poor decisions like uh, quitting my job and becoming a real estate agent. Uh, at the, at the uh, presentation of the idea that you could make good to decent, decent to good money as a real estate agent, and the broker kind of recognized that I had a little bit of hustle, and he said, you can do it, which was great at the time. These incremental things that happened to me, although they weren't part of my plan, uh, I was just, uh, I guess, keeping an open mind and willing to take a leap. I had low stakes, relatively, no family, um, no great amount of bills, which I changed that after it became a real estate agent. I went out and 
was able to get uh, some credit cards that I kind of like using and not paying the bill. So that had a consequence later, but I was in the full-time real estate game and taking advice from the broker that attracted me. Uh, so a few years into working at that brokerage, I moved into the Metro where I continued to hustle for um, getting real estate sales and mm, just looking for a, a way out. I guess it was in the back of my mind. I, I, I definitely should have acquired more and I could have. I, I don't exactly. I think that you can be creative enough not to need uh, money in your back pocket in order to acquire real estate. But uh, I was where I was in my 20s and I was making a living in the 90s real estate market in the New Orleans metropolitan, uh, New Orleans metropolitan area. Uh, the quality of realtors in that area is pretty high, and I came from that little hamlet of Laplace into the big city. And uh, the word was that you really had to, you really had to watch yourself dealing with the, with the Metairie, <laughs> the New Orleans Metairie agent. And I think there's some truth of it. There, uh, it's competitive. Real estate sales is very competitive, and it was then as well. And there is the old guard, the people that are making the money, that have the contacts, that uh, understand the process. Uh, you know, they want all the business. And uh, you, it requires a, a level of acumen that uh, you just have to appreciate. Um, and uh, let's say that was in the mid-90s. I, I acquired some really cheap stuff inside of New Orleans and at that time there was a there was a return to the metropolitan area after after years of um, being uh, after years of being depressed uh, the people kind of um, people that wanted to live inside of New Orleans started coming back um, renovating areas that have been depressed and just reintroducing themselves to the New Orleans market. The beautiful housing stock, beautiful housing stock, hundreds of years old, um, multinational occupation, the French influence, Spanish influence, uh, American, the, the, the land that cotton built, there were cotton exchanges in the mid-1800s that just created a level of wealth that exists today in the in the architecture of of New Orleans and the flavor of New Orleans that have traveled a bit and it's it's unique I'll, I'll say that but still not without its problems and that's a different topic uh, uh what's happening to the uh, New Orleans and some of the metros across the United States this is where uh, I kind of depart depart from uh, focusing on sales just because one I didn't have any money two I found an opportunity to sink my resources in and if you don't have if you don't have money then you have to make it up with either uh, effort and time and in order to achieve your goals and that has been one of my other tools is the the willingness to um, get dirty 
you know, make things happen in a short amount of time with the focus goal. And uh, I started getting away from sales and focusing more on acquisitions. And that's continued until until today. I did probably my last large project prior to um, the birth of our children. So that has been what's been going on. So that's my brief explanation of my career. My uh, and and today we've decided to uh, hedge or. Uh, create a rental stock in a, in a different area. Just uh, I'm focusing on a strategic move and developing a rental stock or uh, acquisitions in a different area. And so we've relocated and are in the middle of it. So I have some insight on exchanging, exchanging properties of using the 1031 tax uh portion of our tax code that allows you to do a like on exchange you don't adjust your basis but you do get to um, defer capital gains tax that's the only benefit and there's some rules and definitely a time frame that you have to get things done but I'm here to say that I've done it and if you have anything in mind to relocate a um, piece of real estate then that that's one the one tool that exists to you. So that's where I'm at. I've been in real estate for a long time. I have done some acquisitions. I've managed, I've uh, renovated, I've added value. That's who I am. And again, uh, others have done it probably. They've definitely done more and they've probably done it better. But I am relatively um, independent on a very, very small scale. So that's what keeps us uh, with a roof and food. And I think that if you have thoughts on it, you can do it as well. And that's me. But here's here's the framework to consider. Uh, pardon me. I'm going to take a drink of coffee. The framework is, is such. You can do this. Anybody can do this just requires focus creating some kind of idea and take learn from my mistakes and I make them every day but uh, create an idea for yourself some vision that that you would like to happen an aim uh, let's not talk to talk about a goal but let's talk about an aim where would you like to be would you like to have acquisitions or appreciation or paying down a loan uh, be a part of your future as a single family purchase uh, um, would you like to well, during your working life are you interested in owning something completely owning owning something in partnership that might supplement your your earnings as a different asset class uh, I think that Many things can appeal to you, and it doesn't matter what everybody else does. It it really matters what's out there, what is on the menu, what would you like to choose for yourself, and start creating a scaffold of milestones and goals to achieve that. I think that's, if you're interested in real estate as an asset class, you should uh, 
consider what you would like it to mean to you. I think that uh, my initial goal was to get out of needing to produce a real estate sale. That was my hope, to reduce my expenses to um, the minimum in order not to need to go out there and force something to happen that wasn't going to happen. I think that's what my initial goal was, but it just became more than that. And and at what point? It just happened along the way. There are things that I, I couldn't have forecast, but I think you should start there. Do you, you should meditate and realize that you just have to decide something as a, as an aim, as a vision. And it's a contrivance. It really is. It's a contrivance. You're going to have to make it up because all we really need is social connection, a roof and food and heat and those basic necessities. But when we get to actual, you know, going up that Maslow's hierarchy of needs, um, we, we need to have our, our basics, the previous step on the lab, um, accounted for before we can kind of go up to the next one, which is, you know, just what psychologists and, and people before us have said that, that we do have certain needs. And, uh, once you have your base needs accounted for, then we can, we can keep marching up the ladder. All right. Well, here we are, uh, choose, you know, study, take in podcasts, uh, decide what you want for yourself without regard to what others have or others want or what others are doing because uh, we have to decide for ourselves, right? And if you are choosing real estate as an asset class, just think about what's on the menu and let's talk about who we are in society with these rights that are given to us. As a, I'm going to switch right now and talk about uh, what is the state the state is uh, that group of people that we allow to live amongst us. They have the right to coerce and compulse us to pay tribute. Uh, sounds kind of negative, but let's just consider, we usually call them politicians and the state apparatus. It is like uh, once you start getting hip to what the state is, you'll kind of understand that it's kind of like uh, the matrix is all around us. This is the contrivance this money system the government system that we live in and what rights do we have because uh, america is kind of special people enjoy the right to speak freely and the opportunity that is here through our rights and you got to get up and put your shoes on and go use those rights but the rights in the united states are pretty open-ended and there is a great amount of latitude in which you can operate. I have some insight into what others think about the uh, United States, that it is the land of milk and honey with the Hollywood sign and uh, whiskey, coke, and rock and roll, if you will. But what you'll find is that Americans are some of the harder working people across the globe. Uh, Americans work a lot. And uh, those rights are available to us, but the, our culture is surrounded uh, around work. And people do work a lot in the United States. And that is how you typically get ahead. I think it's just part of our, our framework. And uh, 
back to what the state is, yeah, they are the people that get to either threaten us with violence if we don't conform to pay tribute in a form of property taxes and consumption taxes and income taxes. Um, that's, that's what we do. And they fight to maintain control. Uh, of, there's, there's some interesting documentation about the anatomy of the state. A guy named, uh, Murray Rothbard, Rothbaum. I'm, I'm not saying that right, but you can find it very easily. And just study the, the ways in which the state permeates through, through the centuries and, um, millennia, what the state does in feudal Italy, how they conscript people to fight wars, to take in tribute in the form of tax, and, um, and the laws of the state. We, have to conform with the laws of the state in which we in which we exist. And uh, if we consider, if you understand what the state is, you will maybe have a new idea of who you root for as far as a Democrat or Republican, uh, what information you take from the media that is controlled by the state. Um, it's less here. I would think relatively with no metrics, purely subjective statement. I think that, that, uh, our framers, they wrote the, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights as a control against overreaching power by the state to, uh, control because we had the right to assemble, right to speak freely, the right to bear arms. These are debated and rightly so, but they are what the framers of the Constitution put in there in order to um, be a control against a state that might try to claim too much power. And not to get too conspiratorial or, or negative, but let's just consider uh, how the state uses the uh, judiciary and the intelligentsia. Uh, they're implicated because they, uh, the, the intelligentsia class, they really have to support the, the state because they're given power and good jobs and, uh, um, prestige in order to support the rulings or, um, the desires of the state. The judiciary, it's, uh, can be considered, uh, theater at times, but, they are appointed by the state, and uh, since they are appointed, then they lose some objectivity. So this is, these are super general statements that can be debated, I am aware, but let's just consider why you may want to take advantage of the property rights of this, of this regime. And that is the fact that it's a forced savings account. It's... Owning just a regular house that you live in is probably a good idea. One, it, the interests of the homeowner and the state are in line. It is supported by, it is supported by the government. Homeownership is supported by the government. And it really strengthens the middle class. 
and if you haven't turned on the news today, um, things aren't exactly hunky-dory because of many different things, geopolitically, uh, at, at home. Uh, there's some real things that are changing, and I can't help but to, to feel that this tension is not really abating. There are social, social problems, even though that uh, we're not being invaded, people have jobs, and uh, l largely there's no civil unrest inside inside the United States, but there is abroad. If you turn on the national international news, <clears throat> things aren't hunky dory. But if we can just calm down, remove some of the noise, appreciate uh, what we do have, focus on the positives and what we don't have. Uh, don't listen to the news because it's state-controlled. Consider social media because who knows who's in charge of those opinions. And just appreciate the, what we do have. And that is private property rights. The fact that owning a property or a, a house or piece of real estate is a forced savings account. Uh, the stability of the United States economy is world-renowned. And... Property has typically gone up since the formation of this of this country, so it's a good savings account. There's a reasonable expectation that if you put if you pay off a mortgage, then it's going to have value as a commodity uh, and uh, value as a utility. That means you can go live in it. It has intrinsic value, and uh, it can be argued that people that do own a home, <clears throat> according to uh, a National Association of Realtor Economists, you could have up to a 40x greater net worth as a result of owning property compared to that of somebody that doesn't. And I think it's, I think it's a real simple case of um, being a forced savings account. And uh, the second thing for for considering um, real estate as an asset class. Second reason is that uh, you kind of lock in a rate per month. You lock in, uh, if you have a fixed rate uh, loan, you lock in a rate that, that's not going to change until you pay it off. So in that other respect, it's a great thing as well. Two things. You get some tax advantages on your on the interest that you pay on a loan as far as your uh, taxes, depending on your tax bracket, I'm not giving tax advice. And the other thing is great for the economy. Just think about all the business starts that are that are created by buying a house. There's the realtors, of course. There is the title company. There's the mortgage person. And that's before we even get into what a loan does for Wall Street and the capital markets, uh, the loan person, the title company, appraisers, inspectors. Um, that's just on the inception. And then you, the sale happens, and what happens after the, you get a get a house? You, you create a start for retail, Home Depot, furniture, um, appliances. 
these, I mean, it's just a great, great start. I mean, these things don't happen if you go rent. And that is why the government supports home ownership. It, it's a kickstarter for a lot of business and commerce. Uh, but it's also a benefit for you. So the, the state's interests align with yours. So consider it. Consider it. There's, there's a way to get in the market. I don't know if you have to change your geography, uh, educate yourself on the ways to own a home. Uh, it is a sequential process that I've created a template that I'm improving. Uh, it's on simplifiedhomesales.com. It's on the top right. Just start a free Notion account and uh, copy my template into yours. I think that uh, the real estate transaction, you might need a shepherd. You might need a real estate agent. Who they might be a gatekeeper for the for the inventory, or they might be your own advocate that shepherds you through the process and uh, just is your is your advisor, is your confidant. Realtors, I don't think, are going away anytime soon, so they they do have value in the marketplace toward your your efforts if you can get the right one. Uh, but <clears throat> just start educating yourself on the asset class of of real estate. And possibly utilize this, my journal, which is going to be surrounded. I'm on the asset class, the economy as a whole. I'm, I don't plan on getting into a lot of what's my important goal in my life is really why. Why are we doing this stuff? What, what aim, what vision are we trying to create for ourselves by, um, considering use of this asset class and this right within this regime. Uh, other than that, uh, I am hoping to... See, what am I hoping to do? I'm hoping to just cement my my uh, knowledge and increase my learning and create a feedback loop for myself selfishly and to gain a little influence. Maybe you'll utilize my template. It's free right now. And uh, try to be objective about what the crap is going on what 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 can um, increasing your net worth what can it do for your level of enjoying this and what yeah what the crap's going on I think there's m many facets to how we govern ourselves and how we achieve and pursue happiness that could use some examination um, other than that, I am shooting for once a week. I'm not exactly sure how that will shake out, but that's really what I'm shooting for is once per week to talk about various topics, um, in and around real estate. And that's the, hopefully I can match the name with my format, the wide world of real estate. All right. I uh, hope you come back. And uh, I'll sign out for now. This is Marcus Tuttle. Hope to see you next time.